reunited. Oh, Jordan, it feels so good. So good, my friend. Jordan, uh, <laughs> Big Dog Ball Talk, Matt Eichhorn, and Jordan Flegel back in studio remotely uh, <laughs> together once again. Yeah, but there's no sheep buying. I'm sure our listeners are probably really pissed that that's not in the background <laughs> of every episode. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, Big dog right. ball talk. It's been a minute, Jordan. I uh, haven't seen your your smiling yes. face, uh, shirtless body uh, in quite some time. Uh, it's a, uh, what has it been? A month, man. What have you been am. up to? Oh man, Matt. I, I I don't think you'd believe me if I told you what I've been doing in the last uh, few days. But it's been uh, it's been busy. I swear. I'm I'm not kidding. I've been working from basically sunup to sundown uh, for the past. Basically, since I since I put out that solo uh, episode, um, so uh, but it's good to be back. I, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. We're planning our, our mm-hmm, cottage, mm-hmm. our big dog ball talk cottage getaway with us and our biggest fans and, and our producer Alex will also be in, uh, in attendance. And our producer, uh, uh, company course, retreat. Yes. And and our producer Alex, it is. We're going on a little retreat. There's you know there's going to be a sauna. You know, there's yeah, going to be yeah. uh, a place mm-hmm. to, uh, uh, you know, to 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 swim and canoes all, all that stuff um and so i'm looking forward to that but uh yeah it's been busy but i mean you know not been much going on in terms of nba news so it's been a good time i feel you know for us to take a break but you rocked your solo episode matt me not Rockstar. as much i just want to tell all our listeners i know that i fucked the ending up <laughs> i know that i said don't end on a miss or no always end on a miss there you go see i fucked it up again. yeah i was confused um, by but, that too uh, but i was like... i meant don't end on a miss <laughs> Uh, just to, to put the record straight. And then I, I freaked out and I stole the no dunks, uh, Jay Skeet send off, uh, to, to cap it all off. Uh, I said, embrace the day. So, uh, apologies to everyone out there. Matt did that. Uh, you know, his, his episode was a lot better than me, but, uh, here we are back again. I'm going to get back in the flow. Hey, my, my ending, I actually, afterwards, I was like, I didn't even say my, my good friend Jordan always says you, you brought me so much wisdom. Yeah, you think I would you know one of your sayings by now. Uh, this is like, yeah. we're almost at a hundred episodes. By the way, we're gonna have to do something fucking crazy for episode 100. So get us that big dog ball talk. If you got any ideas. hundred shots. Uh, yeah. A hundred shots. We're hundred shots. A hundred pushups. Uh, who knows? Uh, maybe a nude podcast. Uh, if we really want to get steamy, I don't know. It could be good. That's a good idea. <laughs> Stop asking. Idea. You've asked, you've asked me that like mm-hmm. eight times. I keep, no, it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't work. And I'll bring it back up at episode 150. Uh, but yeah, everybody, right. uh, it's been yeah, it's been crazy. Uh, I'd also just like to personally say uh, I'm, I'm a little uh, down in the dumps. My team, my basketball team. I'm sure everyone's been wondering about it this season. Uh, you know, you guys been kind of following. I know I have me not. getting back into the, my, my my hoops days uh, after coming off a, a strong game last week. My team put up like 24 total points. I had 11 of them, and we lost to the worst team in the league. <laughs> So we were, and that's a that's a forty minute game, Jordan. So you can now you're the worst team in the league. Yeah, oh, no, man. we're the now because we well the team that we beat, even though they beat the other guys, we beat them. So by rock paper scissors, we're all the worst team. Uh, so in my my yeah. spin zone, it's cool. We're second worst still. Twenty four uh, points, Matt. Trust me, man. It, you, Your whole team put up what I average, man. That's I was guarding. Man. I was guarding a six foot five guy that was three hundred and fifty pounds the whole game, and I blocked him three times, man. <laughs> no, no, I'm not no, kidding. No. He couldn't jump. He was actually like he was like guarding this. Fat Albert. I'm not kidding you. The guy just back. I would just stay in front of him, and he couldn't. I, if I, but then he would just start pushing. I, I don't know. I got a tech for delay a game, even though I didn't even touch the ball. <laughs> you got a tech for, for delay a game. Oh, wow. For delay a game, not even for talking to telling the ref he's a bastard. You know, I don't know. It, it, it's a mess, man. Uh, but everybody, next season's gonna be better. Who knows? Maybe I'll recruit Jordan. He can get out there. Uh, we can uh, see the sheep farmer. I would put, like. Put I would like work. It. I mean. Uh, yeah, yeah, I. Uh, but Jordan, to to lead off the show, I mean, 
uh, it's been nice to kind of get hype and uh, you know celebrate and laugh and do a. Uh, do all this with you right to start but I, we kind of have to start it on a somber note i think maybe we should have done this at the end i don't know but it's by far the biggest news that's uh that's happened but bill russell passing uh at 88 years old uh apparently peacefully surrounded by loved ones yeah. probably the, the way everybody would like to go uh if they if they had the choice uh i think that you know i don't think it comes as like a it was in a shock when i saw it i mean you kind of see him in some of these you know press and events yeah. and stuff over the last couple of years you know you could tell i mean for a guy who plays a professional athlete six foot ten a lot of those guys don't make it to 88 and you can kind of see the wear and tear yep. on that that yep. big frame uh but his mind was always sharp he was always there uh you know didn't give a fuck about anything uh definitely a rebel that uh, everyone could get behind and and yeah truly one of the, the greatest athletes we've ever experienced uh in the history of mankind, uh, both you know on and off the court impact, uh, Bill Russell uh, easily uh, a top ten player of all time, as someone that you know definitely needs a little, a little bit more respect nowadays because uh, you know we never grew up with them. Not a lot of people watching oh, the yeah. game grew up with them. Uh, it's it's very rare to see and talk to people who who got to live through those playing days. So definitely someone we need to figure out a way to, to honor more often, so uh, you know he doesn't get lost somehow through the passage of time with uh, you know a million and one records that he still has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like the 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 two big, uh, like NBA player deaths that I've come across are Kobe. Like you, like in yeah. my life, Kobe. Obviously, like when Kobe died, I I cried for like three hours. I was on a bus and I was like <laughs> so fucking because you know he was such a big part of yeah. Um, you know what got me into basketball and a, tra- and a tragic like death and. And and obviously, you know, with with everyone else who lost their lives in that 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 tragedy, including you know Gianna, like that 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 whole that was you know that took the whole world kind of by storm. Obviously, um, you know, shocked a lot of people. Um, and like the, the, this one, I agree with you. It, it wasn't like as shocking. Obviously, like Bill Russell, he lived a really really long life, and you know, it, it doesn't make it any less sad, but uh, I agree. It wasn't quite as like, you know, it wasn't the, the, the circumstances weren't as, uh, you know, shocking or, or surprising, but like, this is the other one that I can remember kind of hitting me hard. Cause like Bill Russell is to me, like, uh, and, and to a lot of people, he's kind of like the grandfather of the NBA. He's yeah, like the, 100%. the, that the guy that the top of the, he, he's as far back as like my basketball knowledge goes, you know, what like all, all of NBA history before Bill Russell, I didn't even care about. It was like, uh, you know, that was when the NBA was, you know, racist, didn't even let black players play. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, there was there was all all other kind of, you know, um, social injustices going on. And so like fr- from his, you know, Bill Russell, to me, in my mind, when it comes to basketball, he's like the big bang. Like he started it all. He's such mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. such a pioneer. Um obviously on and off the court like we, 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 I'm sure I'm sure we'll, we'll we'll get into all of it but like just yeah just just the the, the grandfather of basketball in my in my uh, in my eyes so you know this was uh, pretty it, it was even though like yeah again was, wasn't super shocking uh, at, at his age but it was still you know really really uh, you know made me sad for 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 a while because um, uh, like yeah his his fingerprints are all over the mm-hmm. game especially when you look at like the center position, um, you know, the the most probably the prolific 
position, you know, across time in, in, in basketball and in the NBA, he sort of, you know, everyone wanted to be like him in terms of what he brought to the table as a defender, like a rim protector, a rebounder, yeah, yeah, uh, you know, an, an, an outlet passer, you know, a guy who kind of anchors a defense and, you know, is, is that, that guy on offense who can, you know, um, you know, sort of finish games for you. You know, he, he was never the most, he wasn't as, offensively overpowering as someone like Will to, you know, or other, other centers who are more offensively focused. Hey, but, but even, you know, he, even Bill Russell, day, he, he knew, he knew the game was all about buckets. Oh yeah, he did. I know. I, I love that clip going around. Um, but you know, like he, he, I, I think he kind of gets the reputation as just kind of being a defender. But yeah, like yeah. If, if you do go back and, you know, watch the black and white tape, he still scored a hell of a lot. Like he, 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 uh, he. I'm looking at his basketball reference page. He never averaged over 20 points, but like he was always, you know, b- between 15 and 20 in there. And you know, he made the big buckets when they counted. And if you win 11 championships, uh, you know, doesn't matter how much you score. At yeah. the end of the day, he was, uh, he was, he was the man. He, he was, in- he's incredible. And you know, if there, I, w- when I was younger, uh, I, I tried to make the case a bunch of times that, you know, he, he was the greatest of all time, be, be, you know, and, and I think a lot of old heads um, and people who, you know, maybe watched him in person would still make that argument. Um, and so, yeah, it's just such a big loss for the NBA community. And uh, yeah, uh, it, 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 it hit me pretty hard uh, when, when I heard the news. Yeah. And, and again, he's one of those people, as you said, doesn't really get the respect that he probably should. Uh, I mean, 11 championships as a player uh, and I believe two more as a coach. Uh, he's also, you know, five MVPs in the yep. regular season. And, I mean, that should tell you a lot. Like, again, playing against Wilt Chamberlain uh, on almost every other night, uh, another amazing player gone, uh, you know, t- taken two way too early. Yep. But the two of them, I mean, th- those two, the, yep. they're legendary battles. I think that's another thing that with his legacy, they're always going to kind of be synonymous, the two of them going head-to-head uh, with, you know, Wilt always coming away yep. with these crazy stats, but Bill Russell being the winner. You know, it's kind of... Uh, it's kind of like the yeah. the, the Russell yeah. Westbrook versus Kevin Durant. One of the two is uh, out there to get the win, and one's out there to uh, you know just get the points. But uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, Wilt's yeah. also a lot better than Westbrook. But I digress. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I think that that's that's again he'll he'll be remembered as like uh, someone who overcame so much adversity, especially playing in Boston. You know, in but still keep doing whatever yep. he did because yep. he wanted to put on for his team. Uh, and for himself, it had nothing to do really with you Boston fans. I can guarantee that, uh, like almost to a T. Yeah. I can guarantee that. Uh, go go read some excerpts or, or read the whole thing if you if you have the time and the patience. But I mean, uh, his his biography. Uh, I mean, his, his the, the things yeah. that the, the he he dealt with in the Boston area is insane for someone who is again one of the, the most prolific winners yeah. in all of sports history. Because, uh, again, the, the, the same fans probably love yeah. to go, oh, yeah, 17 world championships, 17 world championships. Uh, but, yeah, also eight of those yep. eight consecutive championships. I don't think that's a professional yep. sports record that will probably ever get touched. Uh, I mean, let, let alone 11 no. as a player. Like the like Michael Jordan winning six is insane. Like people talk about how that's uh, never going to be – it's unprecedented. Even Steph Curry now, uh, you know, he, he, yep. he and LeBron, those guys, you know, they're, they're, they're four – that's amazing as well in their own right. Like it's it's pretty crazy to think of. Uh, so I I, I think yeah, that yeah. at the end of the day, when it when it comes down to winning, like I, I I think that we also kind of lose a little bit of that luster with Bill Russell because we don't have all the tape, we don't have all the stats because you know they didn't include steals and blocks. And it would be hilarious 
It would be so funny to see Imagine. the block numbers that him and Will. He'd he'd be he'd be number one. Yeah. I swear I I swear to God he'd be number one well, by like a long shot. He he probably blocked like six <laughs> yeah, shots a yeah. night. Like I'm not yeah. kidding. He probably averaged six like. The the numbers yeah. would be insane. He, like like uh, every. Like everyone you talk to, like from from the college level to uh, you know the NBA, said he's you know he was the greatest defender. They yeah, ever seen. And, and again, playing against you know not exactly the the biggest physical forces in comparison, you know, modern NBA uh, at large. But I mean, still guys yeah. who were able to you know be professional players. But he was going to be you know skying up. And if he played today, you know, he'd probably be one of those kind of elite rim protectors. You know, two and a half blocks per game, three blocks per game. Like he probably could do it if you watch the tape. I mean. The basket's all, it's still ten feet, just like in the in the Hoosiers. You know, you go out, you take the measuring yep. tape, ten feet, yep. just like at home. Uh, and that's the same thing, Bill Russell. Yep. I mean, you he could get up. He had elite hops, uh, really great fast break movement. Uh, yep. And again, yeah, still a big body. So I don't know. Uh, like I, I, a lot of people, you know, always want to give them shit, but it's like if you played in like skateboarding shoes and uh you know ran on these sweaty ass courts with no air conditioning and uh you know the craziest things are being hurled and slurred at you the whole game like i i guarantee lebron and some of these other modern stars you know would probably crack under some of that like that's uh you, you got to be cut from a certain cloth yep. to, to do as well as he did uh but yeah bill russell like yep. uh, easily yeah one of the greatest of all time and uh you know very the, the, the entire basketball world saddened by you know his uh his his death and you know the legacy will carry on though uh, through the years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and again, like all, all the stuff he did ha- had to deal with, but then helped to sort of push forward yeah. in terms of uh, you know civil rights off the court. Like the the, the Cleveland summit. Every you know every time he sort of spoke out uh, against what would happen. You know when him and other Celtics players. You know when the league was becoming more sort of integrated and black players were, you know, finally kind of in the league, yeah. they would still go and travel in the South and not be able to stay, uh, you know, in the same hotels as their white teammates, eat in the same, uh, you know, restaurants. Um, and, you know, it was it was something he had to deal with and, and consistently spoke out against. And, you know, slowly uh, because of pioneers like him, you know, and, and other athlete, athletes like Muhammad Ali and, and uh, you know, Kareem and, you know, er, er, um, er, everyone sort of, back in those times when it was so much harder to to be an athlete yeah. than uh and it specifically a black athlete um you know that than it even is today like it, it's uh that they really sort of moved everything forward um and you know in in terms of civil rights for for you know black athletes across the board and and that can't be um that can't be under sort of stated uh, how, how important guys like Bill Russell are, um, you know, for, for, for that whole yeah. movement. So um, it's uh, yeah, really, really just tragic loss uh, across the board. And uh, yeah, just man on the court, like, yeah, I, I really, we, we gotta, we gotta toot his horn. We gotta, we gotta stay sort of consistent uh, and remind people how good Bill Russell was. Uh, he basically invented that fast <laughs> yep, break. Yep, yep. Before Bill Russell played, there, there wasn't really – like he was the one who, who would grab a rebound and th- throw an outlet pass. Um, and, you know, that that's how those Boston Celtics teams won all those championships. They would really revolutionized the game, and, and he was he was the head. He was the figurehead for that. Like, you know, Red Auerbach and all those guys, uh, you know, the Celtics front office, everybody, they, they sort of tend to get – the credit for like how they kind of changed the game and whatnot. But in reality, it was Bill Russell and his kind of specialized set of talents and his ten- tenacity on the court and, you know, the way he played. So yeah, we've, uh, 
we've lost a true giant of the game and uh yeah we we, we got to keep got to keep his memory alive for, for yeah, as long as yeah. possible and sure. uh yeah and first black head coach in north american sports history as well you know part of that yep. uh, you know yep. if we speak of yeah he was part of the first all black yep. starting five in the nba yep. so too. i mean yeah ton, tons of history there uh yeah would, wouldn't have the game we have today without him uh, but uh, to, to move on yeah. to the current game that we, we are experiencing today and the craziness of how it's evolved uh, since Bill Russell's time, I'm sure, uh, the, I mean, the money, first off, wow, uh, insane, and some of these major contracts, uh, <laughs> similar to that big extension uh, given to Zion Williamson. Uh, and part of that contract yeah. we're here to talk about, not about the deal. I mean, the deal was interesting. You know, me and Jordan spoke about it. You know, it's a... It's, uh, uh, you know, especially for an unproven guy, and, and his body hasn't really been proven either, you know, uh, with a lot of different health concerns and, uh, you know, talking about the body and some of those health concerns. The Pelicans have actually put a clause in where Zion can get a bonus. It's only like a million dollars, but I, well, I mean, only a million dollars. It's only an additional a million dollars <laughs> to his, his major contract there. Uh, if he can maintain a weight under 295 pounds during the regular season, which you would think, Jordan, for like an NBA player, 300 pounds, you could probably stay under that, right? You're not like a, a seven foot four guy. He's fucking six, seven for God's sakes. You're right, Matt. <laughs> You're right. Um, but you know, Z- great, great response. Thanks, Zion. <laughs> but Zion down in New Orleans, Matt. I mean, we've talked about it. It's the joke. It's, it's. I feel like, okay, I, I I've never been to New Orleans, but you know, I, I, I think, with all the, the gumbo down there, all, all the incredible, you know, Cajun food. Uh, it, that's gonna be the hardest. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be the hardest city to, you know, to to keep that that weight uh, stipulation in check there. But. Um, he probably loves that uh, chicken from Popeyes. Yep. So there's no question. Yep, that's right. Um, but like, what, what I'm looking at his weight, his currently listed weight right now, 285. That's that's not that far away. Like that that's that's a fluctuation that uh, you know that 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 could happen. I guarantee that was like they that was like his lowest weight that they were able to put him <laughs> in. Like true. you've seen, we everyone's seen photos of him. There's no way he's got to be closer to two now. Like it's gonna be like uh, like that if sports books don't have those bets out already. <laughs> You better have an over/under on Zion two ninety five at one point in the season. I if he goes if he stays under it, I would be shocked because the second he gets injured, that weight's gonna go. Oh yeah, up. yeah. No, I know. But okay, like here's the thing. I, I everyone, I understand all, all the people you know, uh, sort of up in arms about this, uh, thinking it's sort of like basically like fat shaming Zion, which I I want to sort of stay away from. Just keep it about like the realities of the game. If he's heavier with his history of injuries, he's going to injure his lower exactly. body. Like it's about yeah. we're, I'm I'm we're talking about this, uh, you know, or at least I am because like, you know, it for, for, specifically for someone like Zion, like it doesn't matter if you're not an athlete or a basketball player or someone who like jumps all the time, but like the way he plays the game and the way his body uh, just sort of is, like it's. He, he can he's gonna fuck up his knee or foot uh, something you know yeah. more than it already is um, if he's if he's you know keeps kind of being out of shape and but it's like a vicious cycle because you know if he's if he's injured he can't play and get in game shape um, and I think that's the best way to like effectively you know shed weight and you know get down to sort of your ideal um, you know pounds is when you're actually playing basketball games which again as we've and jordan we've been talking about this i, I know. swear to god about this guy since he's been in the I league know. we've been talking about how the whole weight correlation is why he keeps being injured he's on the shelf at all times i don't know why people aren't making that that gets so it's right there it, like why like a stress foot fracture usually happens in seven footers he's six I seven know. i know 
I know. It's uh, yeah, like I I don't know what to do. Like I I don't know what uh, like I I've read a bunch of articles about how he's kind of like annoyed by it, annoyed by the clause in the uh, uh, you know in in the contract, but. I don't know how solid that reporting is. Like, I, I think maybe that's kind of just speculation, but like, I don't know. I don't know what else you're supposed to do if you're in New Orleans and their sort of medical staff and, and even their front office. Like, what what, what the hell yeah. would you do with this guy? This guy's like becoming one of the most, like the, the, the biggest enigmas in the league. Like if you put aside like Kyrie um, and, and, and ben Simmons. increasing, yeah, Simmons and increasingly fucking KD and even, you know, uh, Harden, even if you want to, like, it's crazy. Like, when was Zion drafted again? Can you can, can you update me? Uh, twenty eight. I believe it was the twenty eighteen draft because it was. I, I think he was. Or it could have been twenty nineteen. It was. Uh, I'm gonna double check really quick. I for think you, it though. was. I believe it was either twenty eighteen or nineteen. I, I, I think you're right that it was eighteen. Like that seems like it was just yesterday. That that's four years ago at this point. Like this. this I, I, I twenty nineteen draft. Twenty nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Okay. Like. Yeah. I I just I I just cannot get over uh how wonky this guy's career has been um but how much he consistently still stays in the news because once again he was like you know you and i remember watching him coming out of high school like his tape and and even at duke like insane it's one of the craziest things i've ever seen like the way this guy moves and like his jumping ability at his size but like man uh, somehow i don't care on whose end it is somebody's got to figure this out uh so we can get this guy in the court because i'm i'm sick of even talking about healthy yeah, when he's healthy, he's a he's a beast. Eighty five games played in his career, he averages twenty five point seven points per game, seven boards, three and a, uh, almost three and a half assists a game. Like that's like all star numbers. Like you could, they, that's really good production. But the problem is, if you're getting eighty five games out of a guy within three seasons, three and a half yeah. seasons, like I don't, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, like that, if not just downright horrible. Um, and, and you know, Jordan, I, I just to expand on this because again, like I feel again, I'm, I'm also kind of sick of you know talking about Zion's weight and Zion this and Zion when's he gonna come back? Well, how is he gonna yeah. play? How do you feel about athletes having these weird contract like stipulations like this? Uh, like another one that kind of it was so memed and made fun of online by people that Kyler Murray. I don't know if you heard about this, the the, the Arizona cor- uh, Cardinals yeah. quarterback. Uh, he just signed a big new contract, and uh, for anyone who doesn't know, in his was a uh, an hourly minimum of homework he had to do, which essentially was watching tape, giving a fuck, doing his job after hours. Uh, they had a, a clause that he had to do that because apparently he's been playing too much video games, too much Fortnite. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, that, that was literally written in there. He agreed to it, but because people gave him so much shit about it, then they took it out. Uh, but this is another weird one. And I get like Zion is kind of being like, what the fuck? Nobody else in like NBA history probably has a weight clause like this. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. Well, I mean the, the... not even cheeseburger Smith from the <laughs> 1968 Cavs. <laughs> Like, uh, they, they, they've got to put whoever, wherever DeAndre Ayton ends up, you know, if he stays with the Suns long term or, or later on, he's got to have, he's got to have a gamer sort of clause in his contract too, because, you know, it's, it's yeah, becoming yeah. Uh, insidious. Uh, but like, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. Like, I, I don't know how to feel. I feel like there's, there's, uh, there's, there's at some point going to be a line that's, kind of cross like at, at a certain point these things aren't really going to be enforceable like at the end of the day or like yeah, yeah. 
determinable in terms in terms of like you know w- w- whether or not you've met those certain criteria because um, the sort of weirder uh, and and more unique they get it, it just won't make sense um, and to to be mm-hmm. honest I think this I don't know like the 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 weight clause thing like I I don't I, it's crazy because it hasn't really been like an issue for anyone else that I can think of in NBA history. Can you think of anyone else that this would have even been? Uh, I mean, Shaq. Maybe. Back but, when but he, he was like fat Shaq, but like he was a beast. Like he was again, seven footer. Yeah. Like, but like it makes sense for him to be over 300 pounds, but I don't think like, like, like that's a, an extreme case though. You know, yeah. like that was also Shaq, you know, when he was like playing on the Celtics and the Suns and stuff, when it was like, okay, he's over the, like the, the hill. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. This is a, guy that they're giving 200 million dollars plus yeah yeah, to. yeah. no no and, and you know, like I, I, I do get it I, I, from a certain perspective but like I, I don't know it's just it's uh it, it, it's weird I can't really see see it happening again like anytime soon mm-hmm. uh, but like yeah it's you know it, it, at, at the end of the day like if 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 Zion's angry about it or like you know there's there's people who are kind of rubbed the wrong way by it like it's it's because yeah. it's because of this weird situation of of this guy who, uh, again, like we've said a million times, can't put a full season together, uh, you know, seemingly. Um, so I I get why they've done it, but it, it it does set a weird precedent. And yeah, the the whole Kyler Murray thing didn't it come out recently too that like, um, like Baker Mayfield just wouldn't uh, study any of his game plan yeah. before. Yep. So like yep. you know there's. Yep. There's different, which is evident when you watch. Yeah, so like there's there's different like things that you can include in all a bunch of different guys' contracts. But at the end of the day, like you can't stop a guy from you know, I, I don't know, just blowing off. You know, not watching film or something. Like there's only a certain amount of things that you can sort of regulate within a contract. And I think, yeah, you, yeah. you know, the, the the whole weight thing is is kind of pushing pushing that envelope. But again, I, I yeah. get why it was done. Um, and and I don't. kind of like you know it's it's a bit of a stretched kind of uh comparison but like back when everyone was mad about the whole thing that happened with uh you know uh, lebron and chris bosh going to miami to 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 join uh dwayne wade and create the big three everyone was like you know this is going to happen all the time but you know a lot of things kind of had to line up they all had to be free agents at the same time they had to agree to pay cuts and stuff so it was kind of like a unique scenario that everyone was freaking out about that probably was never going to really happen again in the same way. And I kind of feel like, you know, it's the same type of thing with Zion. Like it's, it's, I don't see this happening uh, with anyone else yeah. going forward, but it is kind of a strange hopefully thing. Not. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully not. not. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see how Zion and his, uh, his dietitian get through this season. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that it works out. I actually, Smoothie King. Here's he my plays idea. That smoothie King, doesn't, Plant-based is a conspiracy. Don't get me into plant-based, man. <laughs> uh, but regardless, uh, yeah, the smoothie king. Only smoothie diet. He can be like Jared. Jared from Subway before he got canceled. Yes, yes. Three um, a day. Right, rightfully so. Uh, but actually, here, this, this is my last idea for him. How about they hire, like, Dikembe Mutombo to just follow him around at all times? And whenever Zion tries to eat something fatty or, like, sugary, no, 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 he just no, goes no. up and goes, no, 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 <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. And he wags his finger yeah. in his face. And then, uh, 
he'll he'll be shamed. Like he'll feel really that's, bad. Like I think that's kind of the only way you can do it. Be... So maybe that is fat shaming. My solution is just a professional fat shamer. But I think Dikembe would do it too. I think he think it was funny. You we seen him in that commercial spiking the cereal yeah. and stuff. He could is, do it. No is problem. weight is uh, Weight Watchers still a thing that that happens? Like is that uh, like <laughs> Jenny they, Craig? I don't know. Some, one of these programs has got to pick Zion up and like make make mm-hmm. sponsor him sponsor. somehow. Uh, and put mm-hmm. him in a bunch of commercials. That that would be amazing. Yeah. No, oh, I don't think this is a show either. What if Zion did Biggest Loser? Do you remember <laughs> oh, that one? Yes. That would be, or put him on Survivor. Make those guys have to eat bugs <laughs> oh, and stuff. God. Like that, that would he'd lose some weight, no problem. Oh my god. Or he probably would because it's reality TV and it's fake. You'll but, figure it out. Uh, yeah, Zion, we believe in you. We got full fledged force. Your MVP this yeah. year. Uh, okay, so uh, yeah, I mean, moving on from uh, you know one guy's contract extension to another guy who thinks he deserves a, a max contract. What? Uh, Draymond Green, uh, thinking he is deserving of the max contract. Obviously, coming off this big finals win, and you know, I, I don't think this was the finals to say you deserve a max, Draymond. <laughs> That's my. I as I kind of was thinking about it, like I like as the words are coming out of my mouth, like. You didn't really play that good, man. Like there were, like you had some great, great games, but I mean, a max player is supposed to be the best player out there, like ninety percent of the time, and even on defense, some of those games you were getting kind of cut. Yeah, I know. It, it's hard though because you, you and I both know and talked about a bunch, ha- have talked about a bunch of times, like how important Draymond is to not just like this year, not just some of the years, the entire Golden State dynasty, like. You could make the case. You could make the case. I don't know how, you know, which side of this argument I would fall on. But if Draymond wasn't on any of the Warriors teams, like, could they have found someone to replace his production enough to to win any of those championships? Mm-hmm. Yep. No, I mean, for sure, historically, Draymond has been like, as we've said, like one of the most important, if not the most important, cog in that uh, you know that goal offensively State and defensively him. or i should say defensively which is the thing everyone knows about but remember when he was out this year and how shit they looked offensively like they, <laughs> yeah, they looked yeah. like crap. without the ball movement like yeah. they, there was there was no no good shots for Steph Curry you know no sort of uh, Jordan Poole kind of floating you know off of Draymond back screens like every, everything he does um is you know is such an important cog you know in, in their system on both ends of the floor mm-hmm. and I think this this is really more of a case because I agree with you I hear what you're saying he really did not have a good finals uh at all and he really you know if there was any year that you'd be like okay you know maybe they could have actually won it all without Draymond it would probably be this year um that, mm-hmm. they, that, that they just won but like you know I think if if you're the Warriors, you you gotta take care of Draymond uh, at the end of the day. Like even if it's not worth it, you know, for what he puts out the, the the product he puts out on the court in terms of his individual stats. Like I think if you you know kind of the whole Lakers philosophy when they took care of Kobe and you know all of their sort of, you know their their way of thinking of you know if if someone gives their their all to the franchise. You're you're gonna take care of them towards the end of their career, so that yeah. other guys want to come and play for you and, and do that same thing because you know that you'll be taken care of even when you're you're not really worth the money you're being paid at the end of your career. I think that's the same similar type of thing with with Draymond. Like if if I was if if I was Lacob and you know the the Warriors brass, I would I would cough it up and and, and give it to him. Yeah, I, well, man. So we're talking like twenty seven million. Yeah dollars right you know you get that yeah 27 million dollars you'd be on the books for he's 32 years yep. old uh we've already seen you know kind of a little bit of a decline over the past couple seasons 
is that really an investment you want to make? Because if you're doing that max contract, you know he's going to want to, it's not like just one year, $27 million. Like that's going to mean, you know, uh, and, and actually I believe his max would be worth more than $27 million. $27 million is what he has in a player option. Right. So uh, the, this coming season he signed through, if he wants to opt out and not take the $27 million like a psychopath, uh, then he can do so, and then he'd be an unrestricted free agent, but he can just opt back in, and then he's still signed till 2024. Yeah. Um, but after that, you know, if, let's say he makes another All-Star somehow. Like, like, it's possible if the Warriors keep being as great as they've been, yeah. uh, you know, he, he could be an All-Star player again. Uh, or if he just, you know, kind of hits certain quotas, he'll probably be an all-defensive team guy. Like, he, he can build up that, that resume a little bit more to, you know, fit a higher pay cut. Um, but, yeah, I... I don't think I would feel comfortable signing him to $27 million all the way to 36 because 32 really, like, as good as he has been and as good as he has played historically, I don't. I think he's got to kind of realize, like, okay, the, if I'm signed long-term to this max deal, the team could get really shitty because Clay, we've already seen he might have one, one foot in, one foot out uh, as it lays right now. Like, they've got to be really smart with their money. Yeah, no, I get it. I mean, they are the richest team probably in the league. Uh, you know, luckily yeah, they have the most luxury. Yeah, so yeah. so by far, I think it's I think it's like a, a huge amount. It's that, it was them in the Celtics. Yeah, yeah. So like you know, the, if any team would sort of lean, I, I would sort of expect to make this deal happen. It would be a team like the Warriors. But no, I I, I hear you. Like I, I I get what you're saying, and I don't know. I just I I feel like. With with Draymond and and again how important he's been to your whole run of relevance, I wouldn't I wouldn't pinch pennies like I, I would I would give him what he wants but but mm-hmm. that I'm I'm not saying that he's magically going to you know produce better on the court like I I'm saying just do it even even and embrace the decline like because like I I don't know as much as Golden State thinks they can thread this needle beautifully and sort of transition from the old warriors to the new warriors you know get get uh, you know Kaminga in there and Wiseman and all these and 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 mm-hmm, pool mm-hmm. as kind of the shoulder player i think to be honest i don't think any of those guys can really fill the shoes of of those who came before them like i i, I don't sure i yeah, really yeah. don't think it's going to be like a a Spurs. They're all like poor man's versions, almost. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be like a Spurs esque run for the Warriors, where they just keep winning and winning and winning. I think when Draymond goes, and then shortly after, sometime when Steph goes, they're they're not going to be at all, uh, you know, the the same type of organization. Because uh, I just think those two guys, like Steph, Draymond, and Clay, that's just what the Warriors are, and I don't think like. As much as the the Warriors want to think like, oh, we'll draft well, and then we'll become this you know amazing organization that's going to be great for for years to come, like mm-hmm. I think those three, their their, their skill sets complemented each other so perfectly. They were they kind of were all on the same page for the right amount of years. Were healthy, um, and it, everything kind of went right for them for for basically five years in a row there, uh, up up until this year. Um, so, you know, m- most of a decade, uh, you know, it, especially if you don't count kind of the down year after Kevin Durant left, like that, sure, yeah. I, all of that, I, I, like to me, it's just those three guys. And, and I, I, again, I, I just don't see how, if you're the Warriors, like all the championships won, how you don't take care of, you know, the, the, those three members that, that, that 
that core um, of of your kind listen, of dynasty buddy, hey, maker. Listen, kid, kid, you're you're a nice you're a nice you're a nice guy. Listen, you're uh, you're a really great guy, man. I'm, I'm, right now, if I could put my arm around you and muss up your hair a little bit, I'd be give you a kiss on the cheek. You're a really good guy. You're a great heart, man. But this is a fucking business, no, no, buddy. No, no. Uh, Come on. We're not we're not here. We're not in the making friends business. We're not in the touchy feely, uh, hunky dory. <laughs> I love you. You love me. Universe, man. This is the this is the winner go home kind of universe. That's where I live, man. You capitalist. Uh, and man. I'm not just gonna give. I, I'm, I'm not just gonna give this guy a contract for nothing. Uh, I also being big brain, uh, and I'm kind of going my Wolf of Wall Street right now. Uh, but do you really think Draymond would actually leave? Do you think he's going to get away with all the shit that he does on another team? Do you think he's going to be walking in the front door? Bang! Hey, what's up, motherfuckers? Uh, Orlando Orlando Magic, this is Draymond Green's team now. Everything runs through me. Uh, you know, he's going to get he's gonna call Steve Clifford a bitch to his face very first time he meets him. Like, there's going to be a lot of problems with Draymond if he's not in Golden State. Like, I think he knows. He knows. This is just kind of him trying to leverage it out. I think he will probably end up getting paid, and I think a lot of it is going to be, you know, just the management, you know, trying to, you know, be as treat him as he deserves uh which you know i, I yeah. get but at the end of the day like if you're the warriors you really got a bank that those guys you're drafting are turning out like i mean Kaminga has, has has shown that he could he could be good moody a little bit lackluster for his rookie year but really not that much burn so it's kind of tough to grade yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously jordan Poole looks like he kind of has some of those tools you said but yeah i kind of see him being poor kind of like a poor man staff like he really wants to be like him i think he's influenced by being around him so yeah. much but uh, yeah, he's definitely not at that level. But who knows? Maybe, maybe maybe he could. He's probably the only one there out of those three that I think could really be like a true like all star potential. Maybe Kaminga, if I can see him kind of work on his like skill a little bit, because he's such a freak athlete. Yeah. Um, but still, my boy Wiseman, I, I need to see this guy get healthy and get get some real minutes. Because again, they need a starting center, and Kavon uh, Looney's not there. It's Wiseman time, man. This is the season. He could put a lot of people on watch, man. I'm telling yeah. you. No, no, it it's true. I mean, they they do have a. Uh just in terms of like the pedigree of what position they've drafted, like the Warriors have been like the luckiest team in the league. Like the, with the, with the draft picks that they have already stockpiled, the fact that they won the championship last year is, is fucking insane. So like, yeah, the future's obviously still bright, but like, I, I, I don't know, like as much as I, I know, you know, we, we, we all saw kind of Draymond's decline through the playoffs. Like uh, he's, He's not athletic. He's not as athletic as he was earlier in his career. Obviously, like he's obviously not the same defender who can fly around and you know block shots and 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 defend out on the perimeter. Like I think defensively is where he's lost the biggest step. But offensively, what he does like well it is gonna age really well. I think like all he does mm-hmm, is just mm-hmm. kind of lumber around set screens he makes really smart passes he knows exactly you know positionally and and you know the the angles in terms of especially if you're talking about playing with steph curry like he he knows where and when to set screens and that's the other thing that's the other thing that i would sort of consider when i'm talking about whether or not i'm gonna keep draymond happy happy and give him the money that he wants is that do you really want to see steph curry play without draymond green like do you want to see steph curry Hey, he'll never get open again without those and elbows. Exactly. Like I don't. I don't want. If if I was the the, the Warriors front office, I wouldn't even want to. You know, risk that at all. I wouldn't even want to tempt. Uh, you know, fate. Seeing what that would be like. Like Steph uh, has to play with Draymond. If 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 I'm running that team, like the 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 two of mm-hmm. them just that again they they work so well together offensively. I, I think you can make the case they're they're the most sort of 
like in terms of like a, a pick and roll ball handler and, and screener, like that dynamic, not necessarily, you know, two scorers who can both put up 25 per game like that. That's never been what, what they can do, but like um, players yeah, who yeah. play well off of each other and complement each other's strength. Uh, you know, I, I, I can't really think of a better duo in NBA history, uh, like it, 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 sort of with that sort of similar dynamic. Um, and yeah, I, I just, if you're, if you're keeping, Draymond happy and around to me that also ensures that Steph Curry can be at his height as he rides out the rest of his prime and as we've seen he's not even close to uh you know slowing down like the, the shit he was doing in the, the those uh-huh. finals um was insane so uh that that's another big reason not not even just for Draymond himself but just the the what he brings to Steph and also just as a leader on that team like he if if, if you want any chance of those young guys that you've drafted coming along, you know, on the defensive end as passers in the quote unquote golden state system, you need someone like Draymond to show them the ropes and, and be a leader there. So I think if you're, if you're investing in Draymond, you're not just investing in him. You're, you're basically investing in your, your whole team. But at the same time, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. I don't think many other teams are going to be throwing money at Draymond because as much as Steph needs Draymond. I think Draymond needs a Steph because if you just oh, if you yeah. just put Draymond oh, yeah. on uh, the fucking Hornets right now, I, I don't think uh, I think he'd look even worse. Uh, and you know, we, hey, maybe he could whip those boys into shape. They obviously need some fucking discipline. He, he he's got a he's you know, Cat had Jimmy Butler. Now he needs Draymond. Uh, you know, on his ass. Someone to yeah, bully yeah. them. I'm telling you, man. He'd actually well, I've been be saying great. It for years. Bully, bullying Kat. works. Dikembe De- 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 Mutombo can, uh, you know, go out there and he can he can fat shame Zion. <laughs> Draymond will bully the the Hornets into submission. Yep. It'll be yep. great. Everybody will uh, be bullied. Everyone will have a big dog in their I've, life. I've always been uh, into bullying for sure. Uh huh. Yeah, I know you're you're you, tr- you like to try to be a bully. I mean, I give you a luggage, but uh, I bullied you many times. Well, listen here, brother. If you ever try to bully the big dog again, Are you trying out I'll the take WWE, my Matt? world title and bash yeah. you over the there head with it. Yeah, uh, WWE time, everybody. I'm sure everybody here loves uh, WWE. Oh, yeah. Uh, great. I, I was a huge fan as a kid, as you can tell. Uh, I, I probably could we do a 619 if I had to with my with – my, do you know that move, Jordan? Do you know what that is? I, I don't, Matt. You know what? I, I, but I, The 619? To, to, uh, uh, you might – uh, find this surprising, but I watched the WWE from grades like six to uh, no, sorry, like four to six, um, and I was really into it. And I forget everything about it now. I remember the Undertaker a little Come bit. On, man. Oh yeah, John Cena. Uh, you know, I, I mm-hmm. uh, SmackDown and Raw. Those those words mean something to me. But uh, I'm I'm nice. going in blind. You're gonna have to be my wrestling correspondent here, though. But I know. Uh, but well, I'm excited uh, for this segment, though. I can't wait. <laughs> Yeah, so for the for everyone that's that's kept up to date with it, so the WWE's really expanded and opened up. I mean, the curtain's kind of been pulled back in the whole wrestling world. Everybody's is about Jake to know Paul, that it's is Jake Paul in the WWE? Yeah, and he's at, no, it's Logan, oh, Logan Paul. Paul. Jake sorry. Paul's still boxing, <laughs> right. but Logan Paul, he actually he's not even that yeah, bad. He he's pretty actually good. pretty good. Well done. Yeah, he looked pretty good. Uh, I only watch the highlights. Like I'm not like I don't watch it anymore. Sure. Like I still watch like highlights and clips occasionally, but like I'm definitely like I. I, I don't know. I'm pretty close to being fully sucked back in, though. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, it's, it's very close to happening. But uh, I, I've got enough going on. Regardless, the uh, maybe we'll do a wrestling podcast yeah, one day. That would be good. Um, but, yeah, WWE, it's, you know, they, they were opening it up to kind of finding people from different avenues because, obviously, doing professional wrestling is kind of a, a niche sport or niche 
craft, whatever you'd like to call yep. it. Uh, what, what do they call it? Sports entertainment is what it counts right. as. Uh, so with that being said, they've kind of been making open tryouts to, you know, guys who maybe, uh, you know, former, former basketball players, former uh, football players, gymnasts, uh, people who have a lot of transferable skills or size and athleticism. Simone Biles. College, Simone uh, Biles days. would be good in the so, WWE. Hey, she she could probably do some crazy yep. things. She's jacked. Uh, yeah, she could she could do well. She's probably she's not doing anything. She thinks she's retired. She should do it. She could be like, uh, do, do you know do you know who Kurt Angle? No, is? I do not. Oh man, the Olympic the, the Olympian man, the Olympic hero, uh, Kurt Angle. He actually won the gold medal in like in Rome, Greco Roman wrestling in the Olympics oh, hey, in like two thousand like it was like two thousand or nineteen ninety nine or something. And he broke his neck, run it with a, a broken neck, man. And then he went and did WWE, and he's like a Hall Good of Famer, God. yeah, legend. Kurt Angle. Wow. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So may, maybe she could be the next, like her own version, the, the gold yep. medalist. But uh, what we get to it, though, Dwight Howard, that's who we're talking about that's here. That's right, people. Because, you know, we're talking about a lot of these college kids that are trying to kind of get and, uh, you know, get while they're young, get while they're coming in. Dwight Howard has, I, and this is actually, I didn't realize this, he's been trying out and, like, been talking about doing WWE and wrestling for years. You can go back as far, I think, as, like, almost like uh, when he was leaving Orlando, he'd been talking about wow. it. Uh, so it's, uh, maybe that maybe maybe it was more Houston era. I'm not sure, but I know that it was very. It was early early 2010s. Dwight Howard was already kind of planting these seeds for the the WWE run that he's kind of possibly going to have a lot faster than we think. Uh, he went to one of the open trials. He cut a promo where he talked about uh, someone can suck on these nuts, <laughs> and he poured a bag of peanuts on the ground, which I'm Dwight. sure violated a lot of a lot of health precautions yeah, uh, that they had there. Uh, definitely probably a, a, a nut-free zone, I yes. would think. But uh, yeah, Dw- Dwight doesn't give a shit. Uh, maybe they were, uh, maybe it was they were props. Who knows? I doubt it though. Um, but yeah, Dwight trying to make a WWE run here. Uh, the promo was whatever it was all right, but like he's big, he, he he's is huge, he's athletic. Huge. He could he could probably jump off the top rope. I mean, those knees probably have a couple more bounces in them. Like he could he could do some cool stuff. I think he's got like a good enough look. He would just like, but when he's doing it, you can tell he like almost wants to laugh the whole time. Yeah. Because it is kind of fucking funny to go up and in front of a bunch of people and walk around and start talking. Oh, I'm the fucking, I'm the man for the with the plan. I'm gonna go and slam you to the mat. Like it's it's a weird, it's a very weird thing. And if you can't sell it like the character, like what who you are, hundred percent, then your people are gonna smell through that bullshit so quickly. But what do what do you think, Dwight Howard, WWE champion in ten years? I mean, I I'd love to see it because I I I just love to see. His, him him get beat up in in a variety of different ways like i, I uh <laughs> put through a table i uh, I, I despise dwight howard the chair. Still. uh he's uh one of the most uh annoying nba players i've ever come across um but uh i i would still love to see it i i'd love to laugh at him but you're right he has this weird thing like you can tell even in his playing days when he did the whole you know superman thing at the dunk contest and everything yeah 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 he likes the spotlight obviously but he's like super awkward and not funny like at all he's he's kind of he tries to make <laughs> dumb jokes and apparently he used to like fart in the locker room all the time and people like his teammates and, fucking uh, hated Dennis Schroeder yeah <laughs> like that, that classic interview if anyone's ever watched from when it's time in Atlanta that's a good yeah. one talking about the D yeah and like Oh God! I, he's, yeah, fart jokes, fart jokes, D's nuts, and uh, dick jokes are what Dwight Howard finds. Yes, funny. yes. So he's he's he's. <laughs> uh, I mean, he'd he'd be the perfect WWE wrestler. Are you kidding me? Like I I, I would mm-hmm, love to mm-hmm. see it. Uh, at the end of the day, I I would I would I would love to see it. So I I hope 
you know, and I, I think he actually would bring the entertainment value, even if people are mostly just laughing at him at, at trying to be like menacing or whatever. Like, I, I think I think it would work pretty well. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it works out for him. Well, Jordan, you know, Dwight Howard doing that, uh, you know, going to that trial, it got me thinking, you know, who are some current NBA players who would be good wrestlers? Because, uh, you know, Carl Malone, Dennis Rodman, they all, they both actually wrestled yep. at different points. Shaq has done WWE multiple times. Like, he's won matches and stuff. Like, he's, I think Shaq might be in the WWE Hall of Fame, too. I don't know. You have to quote me on that. <laughs> but uh, I, I think he actually might be. Uh, so I wrote down a couple guys who are in the NBA right now that I actually, that, like, for real, if they wanted to, could actually probably be good, both personality-wise and as, uh, you know, actual athletes. But the first ben guy I, I wrote down, because, no, he would cut it. <laughs> One, the, the fans would boo him, and he would yeah, leave. He, would he couldn't handle it. He'd, he'd, he'd be like, I want to be the good guy. I want to be the really cool good guy. And then they'd get booed, uh, like, and then he just quit. But he did, he did like, tap out Cat, so, you know, that's what I'm basing it off True. Of. So who knows? Maybe yeah. So cat is cat's not on my list. First off, after that, <laughs> but, uh, if you if you get beat up by Ben Simmons, um, but the the, the the first guy that I got down here, uh, and it shouldn't really come as a surprise, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh my God! What the Greek god or something? Oh yeah. Bro, he would be amazing. Six oh, yeah. eleven, ripped like muscular guy. Like he could probably he's fast. He's got the hops to do. Like he would be insane in WWE. And you see him like. When he gets into it, like he can really like he's he's an intense guy, oh. but he also got kind of a humor to him, you know. You see all the social media, like I think he could for real put something together. He could be like an amazing. Well, you know, he'd mean he'd, he'd do his mean mug to the crowd too, and that would just fucking yep. mm-hmm. hype everybody up. No, I I think that's a great pick. I mean, like you you I don't think you could touch him. Uh, you, like he his his reach is too strong. He just hold his hand hand out and hold you by yeah, the head. Yeah. Uh, you could swing swing punches all you want. You you wouldn't get anywhere. He he he. Pretty much any sport, uh, you know, uh, entertainment or otherwise, Giannis uh, it w- would be king of it, a hundred percent. But you're right; he has he already has the gri- persona, like the Greek freak, uh, as a Greek god, come out shirtless with a little uh, a little crown. What are those little uh, mm-hmm, feathery mm-hmm. crowns that uh, you know the, the the Greek gods wear? It, w- it would be perfect. Uh, another guy that I have down, uh, just because, and this one I put more personality wise, but I think it could work. The uh, Giannis's teammate, the OG Bobby oh, Portis, man. I think, yes. and he's got a history of violence. He does have <laughs> yes, a history of violence with teammates, so we know he's a, he, he's legit. He can throw some hands if he needed yeah. to. Uh, but Bobby Portis, like he is funny. He can talk some shit. Like he he's athletic enough. Like I think he could put together a look. Like he's got a mean face. Like I think he would need to really get like a cool outfit. <laughs> yeah. But like, cause, cause I think like up like if you look at him as a whole, not a very intimidating guy. But like uh, I, I think know. that he he could be another guy that could that could work. Uh, he he would he would be a lot of fun. He would be a lot of fun. Remember he w- w- it was in the finals. I think he got the tech somehow, and he kind of strutted up the court like he like did like a yeah, high yeah. knee up the court. Maybe you'd do that around the ring. Like he he's got mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to energy, you know Bobby Portis is he he brings yeah. it every oh, yeah. night. Motor endless motor on that. Uh, and then this is the last one. I think the reason that right away I thought of the Bucks too is because these guys have been involved in it for so long. Uh, but the, the, the yes. Lopez oh, brothers, yes. Brooke, Brooke and oh, Robin, yeah. they've been doing, and I think they actually are wrestling fans too. Oh, they gotta uh, be. I'm pretty sure they are. I think well, they, they do the whole routine do that, uh, before the Bucks games. Yeah. 
but also mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. Uh, it's and it's uh, it's Robin, Robin. That fights every mascot. In every city. Yeah, like they like they, they would work. And can you imagine the two of them, like just these two big dumb looking guys, they uh, jostle their way down to the ring. Like I think as a tag team, oh, those guys would yeah. be money television. Oh hell yeah, no, they'd be perfect. That I think that's the best one so far. They're they're already there. They they don't need like no, nothing needs to be added. They uh, they've got the personality and like. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they're so, they're, I, and I know, I, I don't know if it's just one of them or both of them, but they're like, they're kind of like nerdy a, a, as well, which yeah, kind of yeah, adds to yeah, it. One of them yeah. like loves comic books. Uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm sure they're both already into wrestling. They, they'd be a perfect tag team. They're, they, they, they would be absolutely perfect. Uh, the next guy, I, I have three more and I'll try to run through them quick. Uh, the next guy, I wanted a high flyer. I didn't want to just keep throwing all these giant huge like jack guys out there uh you know i wanted somebody slim somebody that could really just bounce around a, a believable underdog yeah. and i thought john moran oh yeah i thought john oh, moran yeah. that guy he's a good talker he's got a great persona high flyer like he, he could move around i think john Morant. that's another guy who could you know be a slick talking underdog cool guy that the, the fans could easily get yeah behind. hell yeah and even uh, another grizzly dylan brooks throw him in there he's got the uh again another guy with endless fucking energy he'd uh <laughs> he'd go crazy he might, he might actually hurt someone in there unfortunately he'd break the code mm-hmm. yeah yeah the code would be broken for <laughs> sure uh break the walls jericho uh the next guy i've got kind of like we, we've talked about it, maybe a fake tough guy we're not really sure yet but definitely has like the the, the, the talk the talk walk the walk uh you know moniker to his name but uh jimmy butler yeah. i mean now he's got those long dreads kind of looks like the undertaker with yeah, dreads yeah, you know yeah. the I, I kind of a cool look like he that big hair walking around and he and he's a he's a strong guy he's got good size like i think he would look really good out there uh in, in the wwe 100 percent, 100 percent. i love it and, and you're right we would see it we would see if he was the real tough guy you know if he was the real deal or not but i I'd, I'd want to see uh um, you know, him against uh, someone he's had like a spat with in the past. Like him, I want to see a yeah, him yeah. versus TJ Warren. Fight Andrew Wiggins. TJ Warren. The- yeah, oh, yeah. Ooh, that, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, the the last guy that I've got, and I put him down just as a true villain, really has like a, a mean, like I think he can actually play like if he, if, I don't know if he's a good actor, but like if he wanted to do like movies later on in his career, I think he could play like a movie villain, like in a Bond movie or something. Uh, Rudy Gobert, <laughs> the Stifle <laughs> Tower. I think yeah. he could go out there. You have some like just like French music, like with a big drum, like dun, 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 and he could walk out and he'd be all suave and strut, but dressed like a mime, him. big France, yeah, something like that. Sure, yeah, overalls <laughs> and stuff, and he'd be like, oh, I hate, I hate the, I hate the American swine. Yeah, like yeah, people yeah. would love it. And I'm saying that backed up on facts. Like I don't know if they do this anymore, but back when wrestling was wild, uh, in like the early two, well, I mean '90s through uh, the, the early 2000s, I. Uh, there was a uh, actual. There was a tag team of these French guys, and really? the whole what I wa- I watched. Uh, I, I was when I was a kid. I remember watching the, the guys. There's a rivalry between this American tag team and the French one, and it started because the French ones were talking about how like America needs gun control laws and that the healthcare <laughs> is horrible and people and pretty much just like pointing out real things and then these guys going I fucking love America you can't say that about America and then everybody was like bringing signs to these like events saying like. Uh, France sucks. Boo, France. Like, it. literally making a whole generation of people hate 
France because some two American guys are pretending to be French guys on TV. Uh, so I think that Rudy Gobert could follow in that kind of footsteps, the foreign invader. Uh, I think that uh, you know some people could get behind or, in the wrestling world. But yeah, th- those are my those are my picks for WWE runs. I think I think those are all hitters. I think they I think they could all work. Keep, keep the coronavirus theme. Call him the French variant. Uh, you know, get in there. He's coughing mm, on everybody. I like it. Uh, I like <laughs> it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a guy. His name was Tajiri. He used to do a. It was called the Green Mist, where he would be he would spit this like it was literally like a green liquid and mist into people's <laughs> eyes, and then he would kick them in the head. That's, the, 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 what was it? The Japanese buzzsaw. That was his yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. We need, yeah. Rudy's got to cough on people uh, 100% if he gets <laughs> into it. And uh, incredible list, Matt. Uh, I want to throw two two mm-hmm. guys in there, not technically in the NBA, nice. but uh, wouldn't you love to see the Jokic brothers in the ring as a tag team? Oh, they would be. They would be they, scary. They're believable. They didn't even need to talk. No, I, I think they might actually kill someone, though. I think that would be the problem. Like, I yeah. don't, I, that, you'd have to really tone them down, like uh, sedate them or something, because they, uh, Two on two, they could they could play against the Morris that, that, brothers. I'd include I them because we found out that they're fake. We found out they're fake. Man, I'd, I'd give me so maybe I'd WWE give, is very I'd close. give all the money I had to to watch uh, a fight between those two brothers, those two sets. That would be. Uh, <laughs> Man, it would be really something. Uh, Jokic, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Nikola, uh, he could be the ref. He could be right in the middle of it. Get a oh, few shots in get, himself. Like, James Johnson in there. Like a real, <laughs> or, 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 or a special guest referee. And then Jokic, he double-crosses yeah, yeah. his brothers. And he sides with the, oh, my God, what is he doing? It's your own brother. Oh, my Nicola, God. No. Oh, I can see it, man. We need, we need to set this up. WWE, we can get you an NBA WWE crossover. It would be legendary. Oh, it would be beautiful. And, uh, what an event. We'd love to see Pat Bev in the ring, uh, by the way, as well. Uh, another guy. Just to get tossed around, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah 100%. Uh, to move on and end off the podcast, uh, we just want to have a quick little powwow with you guys to talk some talk some shop with you. Uh, NBA jerseys are they getting worse? Are they getting way shittier? Uh, just today, as of recording this, is Monday the second. I think yep. it is uh, Tuesday, Tuesday the second. When? Yep, Tuesday. Yep, Tuesday the second. Uh, the Golden State Warriors announced their new statement jerseys. They released the pictures. They're not horrible, but like. They're definitely a downgrade. Yes. And then they, you, know, you look over to, uh, you know, we were talking about Utah, and people are saying that these might be the ugliest jerseys that we've seen in like, like decades. Yep. Uh, you know, it's up, it's up there with like those, the Sacramento, the, the, the golden bronze one. Same with the Dallas, they tried to do like a bronze one that was a really, really ugly. Uh, or even even up there with like the sleeved jerseys of uh, the, the the early two thousand tens. That was awful. horrible. I knew that was a train wreck. Everyone would just and the rip only them reason, off. Yeah, and now my brain is tricked into thinking that the Cavs ones were good because I have such good fond memories of watching them win the NBA title in 2016 in the sleeved jerseys. Awful. Oh man, I bet I swear to I want to like I want to take a close look at the shooting percentages uh, the the years that they had those jerseys because you know any 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 baller they knows all hated it. even the tiniest little bit of uh, you know resistance of a sleeve is gonna you know it's gonna change your shot. I cannot believe they actually did that. It was fucking it was yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, uh, but yeah, to, to, to you know, go and expand on that, so you have the Utah Jazz kind of going in reverse, but they released, they released those ones, but then they brought back their silky, amazing ones from the 90s with Stockton and Malone, yeah. uh, the Utah with the mountains. Like, how did we go from, like, if you just compare that right where they've got right now, if you compare those purple mountain jerseys to these current kind of like, I, I, I wanted to say the word abomination. I'm not going to say because I haven't seen them on the court. <laughs> That's really going to dictate how I feel about them at the end of the day, but like, where do we go? Why why are we trying to be less creative with the jerseys? Like there's no personality yeah. in those jerseys. Yeah, I know. At all. 
Like, Milwaukee, I think, is doing an amazing job. Uh, their jerseys consistently have been getting better, actually, I find, over time. They released their new alternates that look really nice. Uh, the Raptors jerseys, I might be a little biased. They've had a couple misses, I'll say that. Like, I'm still... I prefer the jerseys that they won the title in to what they're wearing now. Yeah. But, like, these ones aren't horrible. They're still, they're still very unique, at least. That's the thing. Like, when I look at your team, I should be able to know what they are, just, like, if it's, like, the blurriest, shitty, yeah. distorted yeah. image. Now, if you did that, it would be, like, you know... Uh, walking five perfect strangers out in front of me and telling them to be like, well, you know, which guy's name's Dan. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, to me, like, uh, the, the best jerseys to me are the ones that, you know, embrace the throwbackness of, of uh, you know, jerseys of past eras, but, like, modernize it in mm-hmm. a cool way. But, like, the ones that just take everything out of it and it's just very bare bones. And, like, I was, we were just talking before before we recorded, like, the... Golden State ones, the color scheme and the way it's just Golden State straight across kind of a bluish backdrop. It just looks like the Michigan, uh, like the, the college Michigan jerseys. Like it, Wolverine. It, yeah, it, exactly like, like like that. And I'm like, it, that, that, that doesn't give me Golden State at all. Like if I saw those jerseys, no. like I might as well not say Golden State on them. And uh, like, I don't know. I feel, I feel like sometimes whoever fucking designs the jerseys kind of overthinks it a little bit. Um, but like, Pretty much every team has a good, like, there's a bunch of bad jerseys in its history, but like it's it it knows where it's like hit on them. Like like if you think back, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like Houston, like back you know when they had the the cool kind of pinstripes back in the Hakeem days, the Magic. I think Houston's actually overall had like really nice jerseys up until kind of now. Yeah, I don't yeah. like their current ones, but even like the Harden ones, like they had some really nice ones back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I even like when they had the, the the gray with the the big collar. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like when Harden first got there, Dwight Howard, Jeremy Lin, yeah. like the, those jerseys with the the big shoulders too, the gray shoulders. Like I liked yeah, them. No, they were unique. I agree. I agree. And like, there's uh, like I mean. The Miami jerseys have been kind of ridiculous over the years. Like mm-hmm. some, like the Miami yeah. Vice ones. Like they, 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 they kind of have free reign to just go, all, you know, with crazy like neon colors and stuff. But you know, if you, if you, but it, but it makes sense. No, a hundred percent. Yeah, that, and that's the thing too. You want your jersey to like reflect the your your place, your town, in the best way that it can. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Like some some of them have kind of consistently been missing, uh, you know, over the past few years. But I agree. The Bucks have the Bucks have been you know kind of upping their game. I I'm okay with like the new the 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 Valley Phoenix jerseys that they've been you know rocking the past few years. No, those are like, clean. Those like are nice. I those I, are I think that that totally you know works uh, you know for them. Um, the Spurs have been kind of hit and miss, but I do like their kind of like the the turquoisey like kind of old school ones uh you know throwing back yeah, to the yeah. 90s um but i'm what did you what did you think of uh the the milwaukee bucks cream city uh, i i i'm okay and then, with the, it. and then sacramento king sack Sa- sack down i'm 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 a little and then sack town played that. cream city <laughs> Um, that did, that actually happened. I'm pretty. I'm I'm 99 sure that did actually well, happen. Sacktown, I know for sure because I'm looking at a city edition uh, Sacktown uh, <laughs> jersey right now. <laughs> no, I know. No, Cream City was real. That I'm just, I'm just saying. I think that when they played each other, they oh, both they wore both. one team oh, wore yeah. Sacktown, the other wore Cream <laughs> I City. For, I actually forgot that it it actually said Cream City on it. But uh, wow, yeah, yeah. There's and I mean. Don't don't let anyone take your girl to the Milwaukee Bucks games, ladies and gentlemen. Please, I, just think think about think before you do. I also thought it was fun. What did you think, Matt, of the uh, the nicknames on the back of the jerseys instead of the last name? I was kind of into it for you know for for what it was. I when when I was a kid, I didn't like it actually. I thought it was kind of cheesy, but now that I'm like 
kind of a dumb, goofy adult. I'm like, fuck it, that's kind of cool. Every once, once in a while, while. like it, they're still wearing the normal jerseys. Yeah, and like I, I think there's a lot of nicknames that have floated around now. Like, why not? Every ten years or something, try yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And we just while we're on this, the you know the subject of jerseys, I know they're maybe the newest team. I think they probably technically are the newest team in terms of the place that they are in, not ever having a team before this. But OKC. You guys have got to figure out your jerseys. Oh, they're going like, backwards. I, I, they're going like, backwards, just man. Just keep, you know, the, the the original first ones you ever put out, the Kevin Durant ones, you know, with, with the mm-hmm. blue and everything. Like, the ones that are all white. The black and orange was nice. Yeah, like the, the, the new ones with the OKC kind of going vertically up and down, like the ones that are all white and kind of all... It, well, and what's, what's their deal with silver? I don't know. Why does everything have to be silver and gray? It looks like uh, the episode of SpongeBob where he goes in the future and everything's... <laughs> robotic and everything's metallic you know what yes, i'm talking I about do. future yeah that one i know i know yeah i I'm, I'm not liking what they're doing they're they're probably one of my least favorite ones uh recently in the nba they got to figure it out they got to find an identity they got to move on from uh you know they, they they've got to do a whole rebrand like kind of like brooklyn and uh and toronto did uh you know back in like 2015 like you've got to come out with all new shit because yeah, yeah. it's uh it's not been working well, but see, that, and I'm glad you brought up the kind of the identity and your rebranding. I think rebranding can be amazing, and it, it makes sense to do at times. Like when the Raptors did it recently, you know, as much as I didn't like the change, it made sense because you know what? This was the post Kyle Lowry era. This was the post, yeah. uh, well, it was soon to be post Kyle Lowry. He did play the one year, uh, still obviously, but they kind of knew that it was going to be over. Uh, post winning the championship with Kawhi, this was like this is the championship like contending yeah. Raptors. Yeah. Now this is the new generation. Same with the Nets when they changed everything up when they moved to Brooklyn. They, you know, they wanted to make the new identity yeah. there. Um, but with the Warriors, so again, I like this in the sense for Utah. I don't like it in the sense of the Warriors. You're still rocking with you, as we've talked about at length about the Draymond Green extension. Uh, it makes sense to keep the uniforms that we've been watching you consistently win for the last decade. That's why like, the Celtics never changed their uniforms because it was so synonymous with success. Yeah. Going back when we were talking about Bill Russell, it all connects. The podcast always yeah, connects. But, yep, uh, yep. But, but that's the thing. I just don't get why, for the Warriors in this case, why you're trying to now move farther and like it kind of splits it up. I think it's better for people that are watching. It's like, okay, consistently this is the championship like of Golden State dominance from like, 2015 to 2020 blank yeah. because uh you know who knows where it's gonna end uh or how it's gonna end off but then you look at a team like utah they're in a full-blown rebuild right now they're trying to find a new identity completely whether that's with or without donovan mitchell uh i think that this is the way you do it because this has kind of been they were the the utah jazz post gordon hayward they tweaked some stuff up and then like this was kind of the rudy gay and, Don- and donovan mitchell one i think now they rebranded even though it's ugly ass jersey and it sucks and i don't like it at yeah. all at least it's different, and you can now identify a change has come. And it's not like it's a huge change. Like, it's a big change to the jerseys, but, like, it's not like the changes, you know, the the color scheme of the entire team, the logo is not different. Like, it's not 100% a rebrand, yeah, yeah. you know? But, uh, so I think it works in those senses. Like, the Orlando Magic, you guys need a full fucking rebrand. Stop. <laughs> Stop. It, your jerseys are ugly now, too. They look bad. You need a full, like, take the pinstripes. Like, I like them. Try and maybe find a way to incorporate it, but you've got to figure out something because they've also put out some stinkers, I those know. black ones with just the logo I on know. it. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. And just one team that I think that, like needs a rebrand more than almost anyone else, and and I'm talking like as much of a rebrand as you can do, like 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 uh, you know full scale, <laughs> blow it up, hundred percent blow it up. Knicks, the Knicks jersey. Like I know, I know you have all this fucking history, but like, wouldn't it wouldn't it be so cool to see? Like I've never really seen a like I, 
the the Knicks jerseys have always been the same, pretty much. Like they've done different kind of color schemes and slight, things, yeah, yeah. But like the New York kind of in a in an arc across the chest, always been the same. I I just love them to switch it up, and maybe they'll you know the 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 gods, the basketball gods, will look down on them you know a little differently and and uh, you know throw some good luck their way because uh, I I don't know. I, I would just love to see maybe maybe you know if, if the Knicks trade for Donovan Mitchell. Change your jerseys too, uh, and then maybe maybe yeah, uh, yeah. your 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 fortunes will be will be different going forward. Because I'd love to see it. They should br- no, they should bring back those the orange and black ones. You know what I'm talking about? They wore in like the early 2000s, yeah, yeah. like maybe late 90s. Yeah. You know what I mean with the the NYK yes, uh, yes, logo, yes. the basketball. Yeah, that was that those went hard. Yeah, that was like I love those jerseys. Those are still some of my favorite jerseys. And again, like I think that combination, the orange, the blue, and the black, looks so so clean out in the court too. But that's the uh, thing. That's they're they're trying to act. The courts are bad too. Oh, I know, I know. But like I'm just like the Knicks. They're trying to act like they are the Celtics. Like this, uh, you know. We've been yeah, so good. Yeah. We can't no, change anything <laughs> about our our fucking uh, you know our old school uh, jerseys. And I'm like, guys, it, it's it's time to change it up. You, 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 that's that yeah. might be the only thing that uh, you know can bring some winning to your fucking franchise. Even even the Lakers have somewhat changed up their look. Like they've modernized it, and I still like the Lakers jerseys. Yeah. I did not like those purple and black ones. Like no. the deep purple with the pinstripe when LeBron I hated those ones with the passion yeah. still do but like the the current just yellow like like gold and purple and then the inverse version loved it I even I really actually I was a big fan of the white uh the white versions that they used to wear back when Kobe like in the like you know late 2000s uh those were clean and even they had those black and purple ones those were yeah. clean as well yeah. so I mean like the Lakers they're I think they're a good example they found ways to modernize it that's why the Knicks suck and that's why the Lakers have still gone on to you know be in the finals and contend for years and the the Knicks are stuck you know just trying to get out of the it's first. true it's true if they even make the playoffs. yeah I know and uh and I want the I just want the Raptors jerseys constantly to be the uh the special camo uh edition that they would used to wear <laughs> once a year yeah, That'd yeah be, you like oh, that? I love you like it those I love ones? it can't see anybody oh, on the man, court yeah, out there they're just they're just running true you know, the, the, the ball is moving I don't know how there's only one team out there the ball just went, just somehow went in 110 times, but nobody was able to stop them. Uh, but everybody, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Big Dog Ball Talk. Get at us at Big Dog Ball Talk, please. Follow us, rate us, recommend us to your friends, and you know we want to hear what you guys think about the uh, some of the news we've talked about. Do you think Zion will find uh, a dietitian or something that works? Jenny Craig, Weight Watchers, uh, you know, send your suggestions if you've gone through a weight loss journey <laughs> of uh, you know what Zion can do to manage his uh, his weight while being a professional athlete. Uh, and, and and again, I also want to know we we both want to hear from you guys what you think of the what team needs the most the 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 biggest rebrand uh what who needs it uh or what team do you think uh you know maybe should go back to something give give us your nba jersey takes uh we want to hear from you guys and uh you know this has been another great episode uh, of course obviously our uploading has been sporadic but we hope you guys enjoy this we are going to be back to monday to fridays once the nba season is starting to creep up a little bit more so we're talking maybe first week september we're going to be getting back to a hard set but we'll keep you guys up to date Follow us at Big Dog Ball Talks. We're always going to let you know before an upload comes out when we go there. Uh, so this is Matt Acorn with Jordan Flegel, Big Dog Ball Talk. And as my good friend Jordan always says. Matt, you know this one. you got to know mm. when to hold them. Also know mm. when to fold them. Know when to fold them. Keep it going, Matt. Let's go. Know when to run away. Yeah. 
Remember when Michael no Scott uh, sang, sang his high melody? Is that where you got this yeah, from? Yeah, yeah, Come on, Matt. Are you watching that episode? Today? No, I didn't. But uh, instead, you, were, you, were, you haven't actually been wa- you haven't you haven't actually been walk- working with the sheep, have you? Been just wa- yeah, I've just been watching the office. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. true. Uh, but uh, no, seriously, Matt, you got to know when to fold them. I'm busy, Matt. Look, Matt, never count your money when you're sitting <laughs> at the table. Okay, I know you like to do that. Be time enough to ca- for mm-hmm. counting when the dealing's done. All right. We'll, we'll gamble a little bit on the weekend right, at, our, at our retreat. Don't you I worry. I'll say, milk you dry. At our, uh, hey, I hope you do, man. I hope you do milk you dry. There we dry. go. 